Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're listening to Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, and this week we're talking Free Guy as well as all the latest movie and trailer news. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. Yes, Tim, and this week we're talking Free Guy. Guy is a bank teller at Free City Bank who lives a simple existence. Full of cheerful optimism, he has a relentless zest for life. But all that changes when Guy discovers he is actually a background player in the ultra-violent open-world video game Free City. Free Guy is directed by Sean Levy, who brought us the Night at the Museum film series, with a screenplay by Matt Lieberman, who rebooted the Adams Family animation, and Zach Penn, who wrote Avengers and Ready Player One. Free Guy stars Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Taika Waititi, Lil Rel Howery and Joe Keery. Now, Lee, Free Guy was originally slated for a release in July of 2020, if you can cast your mind way back when. I don't think I can. It's a different time. (laughs) I don't think I want to. No. So it was delayed significantly and multiple times because of the COVID-19 pandemic, obviously, but we finally have it. However, Lee and I are here in Sydney, Australia. We had to wait just that little bit longer for it to drop on Disney Plus because we have been in lockdown for several months. But here we are. We're talking Free Guy, finally. Here we are. And this is the first time that Sean Levy and Ryan Reynolds are working together, surprisingly. Sean Levy is no slouch in the filmmaking stakes. He's directed, as we mentioned, the Night at the Museum film series. And he's also directed one of my favourite films, which is called This Is Where I Leave You. Have you seen that one? I haven't. It's got an incredible cast like Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, Jane Fonda. I could go on and on anyway. I recommend watching it. It's very tonally different to this film, Mm -hmm. but I found that really fun. 
that I was like, oh, Sean Levy. We have a classic Groundhog Day story here where Guy wakes up every Mm. morning, doesn't he, and does the same thing. But the twist here is that he is inside a video game and he's known as an NPC character, which is a non-playable character in that context. But when he starts to challenge things by simply changing his coffee order, things start to get weird and snowball from there, don't they, Lee? It's interesting that you say Groundhog Day because I felt very heavily that this film borrows from movies like The Truman Show. Yes. With flavours of the Lego movie. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. And how that mirrors is the use of the Mariah Carey fantasy song, which we'll get into later. But Mm. everything is awesome. Fantasy, there are a lot of similarities there. It's very fun and enjoyable. Did you find that? Oh, yeah. I I wrote this film was an enjoyable experience. And I also found it uplifting Mm. uh, as well. Did you feel the same? Yeah, surprisingly moving in places. It's equal parts action, comedy and some emotion running through it, which I was quite surprised about. Yeah, consistent with laughs, mixed in with some quite unexpected tender tones. Yeah, and full of some surprising cameos, which we're not going to spoil here, but you'll get a kick out of them. Now, this film leans on IP, kind of playing into those cameos Mm -hmm. that, that you've just mentioned. I feel like they were simply there to elicit a reaction from the audience. Do you think they were a cheap shot or did you enjoy them? Oh, they're definitely a cheap shot. Mm. And it's interesting that some of the IP that was used is very Disney related, but this movie was actually made before Disney took over 20th Century Studios. Right. So do you think they were added in later in pickup shots or something? They did feel a bit shoehorned in, don't you think? Yeah, they did. Like they worked in the context and they were a lot of fun, but I was like, did this only happen because the acquisition of Disney and all these other IP had just happened to fall into place at time of production or soon thereafter. Yeah. Do you know what I find interesting about Hollywood? This is a little bit of a tangent if you'll go on it with me, Mm -hmm. but an actor might come across a script like Ryan Reynolds has here, really love it, and then he sits down with the director and a different screenwriter to, I put in air quotes, polish it, which can often just pick apart the bones of this original writer's work. Even if they're involved, which Matt Lieberman was here, I wonder how it must make them feel. Do you think it's a too many cooks situation in Free Guy's case? Do you, do you mean that in terms of the involvement of Ryan Reynolds coming in and giving it his, his flavour to the script? Not Ryan Reynolds in particular, just that they, they bring in all these people and all these different perspectives and kind of piece it together and pick it apart and do all this other stuff. I just, I've just always wondered, you know, from a writer's perspective, how that makes them feel. I mean, it's the way it's done mm. in Hollywood. You know, you get screenwriters, there's a list of thousands credited as screenwriters sometimes. And I, I just wonder how it makes them feel. Yeah. I mean, I, I would assume that screenwriters in this uh, world of Hollywood would have a pretty thick skin. Yeah. And as long as they get credited as being a contributor to the story or the screenplay, mm. things are appeased. But you do run the risk of having to kill your darlings, don't you, when another mm. perspective comes in and you think that joke lands or that moment or that plot point is like the one. Yeah. Someone comes in and, you know, tweaks it slightly. So mm. there is always a risk of too many cooks in the kitchen, I agree. Do you think that was the result of this film or were you happy with how it played out? That was going to be my next question. Do you think that has affected this film? Because it did feel somewhat shambolic in terms of a story. Guy's character arc is very much at the front and centre of this film, but perhaps to the expense of all others. Mm. But I guess that's the point. The movie's called 
Free guy? Yeah, shambolic was a really interesting word you just used there, and I never thought of it. Bit harsh, maybe. Bit harsh. No, no, no. But it is a film that is just generally a bit shambolic because the world around Guy is changing rapidly Mm. and unexpectedly, and everyone who's involved who thinks it's going to go one way, it goes another. So shambolic, I think, works. But I found it did launch into very cliched and cringy territory, certainly by the end, but Mm. you can almost excuse it for doing so because it already had you in the palm of its hand and it had already charmed the socks off you. So it wasn't as so on the nose as you might expect to feel about it once it all wraps up at the end. And there's a nice little undercurrent of a love story happening in there or two maybe. Speaking of one of the love stories, I'm going to jump to the end and I found it so awkward Mm -hmm. these there are these two characters that are just looking at each other from across the street Mm. for so long right glancing nodding smiling gesturing and i concluded writing my notes for this film that it just it absolutely had to be intentional because it was so awkward what do you think yeah it went on a bit long and i don't know if this is my damaged uh, cynical brain but i was just waiting for one of them to get hit by a car yes i was waiting for someone to get hit by a car as well and i kind of hoped that it happened i don't know does that make me a bad person Yeah, maybe that it happened and then you find out it's like the Matrix and they're actually in a video game as well. Oh, well, let's just Free hold guy on too. To that for the sequel perhaps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did hear first. Now, irreverent is a word that's bandied around to describe Ryan Reynolds quite a bit. He has this easy-to-watch comedic style that a lot of people love, but is it too samey-same? Look, Ryan Reynolds' charisma is undeniable. Undeniable. And I asked the question, how can someone be so goofy and hot at the same time. Right. Like, uh, yeah, he's so handsome. <laughs> His character is just so lovable, yeah. naive. He sees the best in people and the world and he discovers more and that wonderment experience through the film is quite infectious and it had to be Ryan Reynolds. It could only be Ryan Reynolds yeah. and even though it's quite same-same, I, I couldn't see it any other way. It feels more genuine and less sarcastic than his other roles, which I did enjoy. That's actually a good point. He does often come across very sarcastic, but he was too sweet in this film for yeah. to come across that way. It was yeah. a nice change. And Jodie Comer does just a great job. She's fantastic. And you only have to watch her series, Killing Eve, which she's won an Emmy for, mm. to know how wonderful she is. So she really holds this film up. I have a confession to make. Mm. I didn't recognise the name Jodie Comer. Right. I recognised the actress, but I didn't know she was in this film because her video game character, which you mainly only see mm. in the trailers and all the clippings, is so unrecognisable. Huge badass character. I loved her look. Yeah. But when you saw her real character in the film, because she has an avatar in the video game and, and she mm. lives in the real world, I was like, oh, my God, it's that actress? I felt really silly, but uh, I thought she was amazing. And I went on this ride and I just love the work she's doing at the moment. She's so good. 100% agree with you. I will say, and I feel quite blasphemous for saying this, that I didn't love Taika Waititi's villain, Antoine, here. He's the unscrupulous owner of a company that distributes and manages Free City. Mm. And you can tell he's, he's just firing off and doing his own improv. He's so insanely talented but it wasn't gelling as much for me here. Felt too over the top, maybe. Bit of a 2D villain. How did you feel about it? I completely agree. And I felt a bitter taste in my mouth even writing those notes down and my sentiment about his character because... I know. I hate myself. Yeah, I hate myself too. I love Taika Waititi. He is a comedic genius. Yeah, He's a great director, a great writer. But here, 
he was so annoying. I know his character was meant to be, mm. but for me, I completely agree. He was distracting you from how funny this film was all around him and he was too over the top. None of his jokes landed. Yeah, and maybe wasn't sinister enough. Like if they'd given it that sinister undercurrent, so he was like funny and silly and you can't take him seriously and then all of a sudden, oh, no, he's actually really menacing, but he wasn't that menacing. He wasn't because he didn't lay the groundwork of being menacing and sinister. Mm. He was just, he kind of came across as a bit of an idiot, which is true of his character but you just felt like he was an idiot and you just didn't vibe with him. So yeah. it was a real shame. He he did kind of bring the film down a little bit for me, but there was plenty of other good stuff happening around him. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. The main cast really carry this film in their performances, and I'm talking about Coma, um, Joe Keery and Ryan Reynolds, obviously. They're great together. Lee, mm. I have a thing. Oh, dear. Have you got it checked? Okay, okay. I've got an appointment after this to check my thing. But you all know my <laughs> thing about spatial awareness. Yeah. And I had no beef with that in this film. But it's this other thing, Lee. Okay. Empty coffee cups. When they're meant to be full and they're clearly empty and the actors are (laughs) drinking out of empty coffee cups and it's very obvious and it's very distracting and it pulls me out and it happens so often in this film, Uh more than an episode of NCIS where it's just rampant throughout that TV series. Oh, is it? Yeah. Does it bother you? Please tell me it does. I do notice it because you hold it differently and you you lift it differently when it's empty. So at least put some water in it or something so it feels realistic. There needs to be a movement within Hollywood. (laughs) <laughs> that they need to put liquid in coffee cups when they're filming scenes. Like the, your solution is there. It is clear. It is achievable. It is cheap. You put water in it and you move on and the illusion continues. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. But they do the same thing with suitcases and boxes. It's like there's <laughs> nothing in that box. The only thing that they try and convince you that a box is heavy is through the sound design with a thud when they put it down on yeah, the floor. But. You know, no one's no one's busting their ass picking up those pieces of cardboard in a film. No one's buying it. We can't go past a review of Free Guy without talking about the visual effects and the video game elements. And oh, yeah. what's really fascinating is they created a real-life version of a video game world in Boston and then augmented the footage and changed the colour saturation to look like a video game. It's just so clever, I think, and it must have been such a fun challenge to create those sets, like floating tables and and floating beds in, in Free Guy's apartment. Everything's kind of floating because in a video game, it does kind of float. Have, did you notice that? I, I hadn't, but now I'm going to go back and, and pick out all these things that I hadn't noticed yeah. before. That's cool. But I just think that's really amazing to not just rely so heavily on CGI, although this film has so much CGI in it, mm. but to be able to build those sets and really go into that kind of detail and the action sequences on top of it and then layer it over with the CGI, just I think it brought another level to it. Oh, literally, it leveled up the film. I found the colour and just the general scope of the free city world mm. and how it could and did constantly change. It kept the film fresh and exciting. Yeah. And to build on your point, the extensive CGI played a crucial and effective role in the success of this film. Yeah. Reality is just dialed up to, you know, level 100 if we can use some video mm. game puns. They've got the flash cars Intricate costumes. Costumes were fantastic in this. Yeah. And there's so much action going on in the background of every scene. Just a visual spectacle and I really enjoyed that. I think if you are a gamer, 
there would be a lot of kicks to get out of this film. There were things that you've already rattled off that you noticed and and enjoyed about it that reminds you of the video game world. My gaming knowledge or involvement is quite limited to the likes of Pokemon and Mario Kart, but it was still quite a fun environment to discover in this film. Mm. Were, were there any cool little things that you noticed that felt that reminded you of things like I got Sims vibes yeah. from time to time, which was fun? Really big Sims vibes, definitely. And one of my favourite bit characters was he's called Hostage Guy and his hands are permanently up in the surrender <laughs> pose and I found that quite yes. fun. He couldn't bring them down yeah. and they kept, they kept going back to him and it was a really good gag and bit throughout yeah, the film. I loved yeah. it. And I love the the sidekick trophy girlfriend who who gets picked up by all the bad guys, but then she she oh no maybe I don't want to be with a guy. <laughs> and she writes a novel. She writes a scathing memoir. <laughs> yes, there were a lot of awakenings in this film. That was one of the funnest yeah. of them all. My understanding is also that a lot of the gamers they cut to mm. who were streaming and playing the Free City game are actually real-life gamers yeah. and YouTubes, and I had no idea who they were. Did you recognise any of them? No, absolutely not. But it's a clever way to get them involved in terms of uh, marketing the film. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, Lee, is it about time we wrap up our review and rate Free Guy? I think it is, Tim. So Free Guy is about breaking free from your programming, taking control of your life and changing your world for the better. It's not as laugh out loud funny as I had hoped, but there are some fantastic action sequences and pop culture IP inclusions that everyone will get a kick out of. It's a good time. I'm giving it three popcorn kernels. Free Guy is a Ryan Reynolds homage film starring Ryan Reynolds. It is a fun (laughs) adventure with consistent laughs and a big heart. I have anticipated this film for some time and was specifically looking for an escape amidst a pretty tough period right now. It delivered and is exactly what a popcorn flick should be. I'm going to rate Free Guy three and a half popcorn kernels. That's a great way to put it. It's an escape that we needed. Absolutely. So Free Guy is still in select cinemas and is now also streaming on Disney Plus with a subscription to the service. Now, before we jump onto news, Tim, we have a new giveaway to announce. With thanks to Roadshow, we have five DVDs of The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It to give away. The film continues the spooky adventures of paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren as they face their toughest case yet. To be in with a chance of winning a DVD of the third film in The Conjuring series, all you have to do is make sure you like or follow the Popcorn Podcast Facebook or Instagram page and leave a comment on the giveaway post tagging the Ed to your Lorraine or vice versa. The giveaway is open until midday on Monday, October 11 and full terms and conditions can be found at popcornpodcast.com. Now, Lee, try and hold me down for this one. Mm. There is great news that cinemas in Sydney are expecting to welcome movie fans back from October the 11th. This is based on the state's government predictions that New South Wales will reach 70% double-dose vaccination levels by this date. Yes, that's right. There will be a 75% capacity limit in the cinema and masks will be mandatory. But gosh, it's a great start, isn't it, Tim? We're heading in the right direction to be able to see (laughs) No Time to Die, Pig, The Many Saints of Newark, Eternals and even Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings on the big screen. Gosh, and so much more. We do also hope that our friends down in Melbourne, we'll be able to head back to the cinemas and join us soon after. What's the first film you're going to see in cinemas, Lee? I don't know. I think Shang-Chi. Yeah, me too. I'm actually thinking of going on the 11th Yeah. after work, going straight to the cinema. Mm. Try and hold me back. You're not going to be able to. I might not even go to work. <laughs> 
I think my boss listens to the podcast, so I can't kind of throw that out there. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Melbourne, the Melbourne Documentary Film Festival opens online from October 1st and will be running throughout the whole month. More information on this can be found at mdff.org.au. Unfortunately, the in-cinema version had to be scrapped due to pandemic restrictions, but you can access all of the great titles online, including local docos like Black Summer and Mental as Everything, as well as international titles, including Castro's Spies. That's right. And don't forget to check out our fascinating interview episode with the directors of Castro's Spies, Ollie Aslan and Gary Lennon. You can find it on all good podcast platforms. Simply search Popcorn Podcast Castro's Spies. Lee, the day finally arrived. Ta-da! The world... (laughs) The world premiere of No Time to Die took place at Royal Albert Hall in London this week ahead of its release in the UK and Europe. It was a grand event with even the royal family in attendance. Yes, that's right. The reviews are pouring in and they are very promising for Daniel Craig's last outing as Bond. Australia, unfortunately, will have to wait a little longer for the film with a release date of November 11 here. Mm, A little while to wait, but still not far away. I just love that the sentiment around this film is so positive. I'm Mm. so relieved. How do you feel? You relieved? Yeah, and speaking of Groundhog Day, this was the movie we were hanging on opening up cinemas last year. Like we were ready to go and see it. Everything was going to open up and then it didn't quite happen that way. It got pushed again. Now we're here again and again we're hanging our hopes on the industry opening up to see No Time to Die. Love it, Lee. Can't wait. Yes. Now, Italian film director Federico Fellini is resurrected in a groundbreaking collaboration with alcohol brand Campari for short film and documentary Red Diaries Fellini Forward, which is streaming on Amazon Prime from October 1. In 1984, Fellini collaborated with Campari to create a unique advertisement that pushed the limits of creativity. And now Campari are using artificial intelligence to bring his creative genius back to life and inspire future generations of filmmakers so be sure to check it out it's really fascinating i love this piece of casting news lee we've got Mm. rowan atkinson sally hawkins and olivia coleman bow down joining Mm. timothy chalamet in wonka which is warner brothers prequel to the charlie and the chocolate factory film that's right the film has started production in london and will tell the story of a young willy wonka and how he met the oompa loompas on one of his earliest adventures The cast for this just seems perfect, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Screams perfect. Like Rowan Atkinson in a Willy Wonka movie. Why hasn't it happened before? Big tick. What's happening now? So (laughs) excited. Lee, tell us, Marvel news. What's going on? Marvel Studios president Victoria Alonso has confirmed that 31 projects are currently in development at the studio. That's incredible when you consider there are roughly 20 phase four and five projects that we know about, which means there are more than 10 that they have been keeping tightly under wraps and you know Marvel can keep a secret. Gosh, uh, this just blows me away. Thinking about the fact that they will have released 32 films in 13 years by the end of this year, That is a significant increase in production. Yeah, it's like almost doubling their production output. Gosh, I can't wait. Do you think we're ever going to get tired of Marvel movies? Well, we won't have an opportunity to get tired because they won't stop coming out. I know, right? (laughs) So the rescheduled Oz Comic Con in Sydney, Tim, has been locked in for December 4 to 5 at Sydney Showground. Obviously, this year dates have been shifted around quite a bit, but it's exciting to see that the organisers are still trying to bring the event to everyone in 2021. 
Yeah, I love that commitment. Yep. Oz Comic Con in Melbourne is currently scheduled for November 27 to 28 and Brisbane is December 11 to 12. But these dates could change depending on the evolving restrictions that we're dealing with at the moment. So keep your eye on the website, which is ozcomiccon.com for the latest information. Now, Tim, I'm really going to struggle to pronounce this next uh, movie name, but I'll give it a shot. Guy Ritchie's new film, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. De Guerre? Oh. Beautiful. Nailed it. Gura. Gura. <laughs> um, anyway, Operation Fortune has set a January 2022 release date. The movie, which was originally called Five Eyes, follows super spy Orson Fortune, who must stop the sale of a deadly new weapons technology wielded by a billionaire arms broker, Greg Simmons. He reluctantly teams up with some of the world's best operatives and his crew recruit Hollywood's biggest movie star, Danny Francesco, to help them on their globe-trotting undercover mission to save the world. This just feels like a Guy Ritchie film, doesn't it? Oh, it does. Close your eyes and you can see the chaos play out in front of you. Yep. Operation Fortune features the usual Ritchie crew, including Jason Statham, Hugh Grant and Josh Hartnett, joined by Aubrey Plaza, Carrie Elwes and rapper Bugsy Malone. There you go. Quite a cast there for Operation Fortune. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of Popcorn Podcast with your hosts, Lee and Tim. We covered off Free Guy, which is available for you to stream on Disney Plus with a subscription to the service. And you can also still see it in select cinemas. So check your local listings. All right, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And don't have a good day. Have a great day. (laughs) Yes. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 